Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. 500 pounds of Survivor Gecko. Yes, the Survivor Gecko. The, the survi- Legs, long tail, bloodshot, bloodshot eyes. You know, Jeff's always talking about the monster, but I think the monster is the gecko. <laughs> no, um, that was what he said. The yeah. monster is Jelinski. The monster is Jelinski. Yes. Oh my God, Jelinski! One of my favorite first boots, maybe <laughs> ever, but definitely in a long time. He's not. Uh, as colossal of a burnout of some uh, people in the past, Chicken, um, you know, Zane, but he is our first survivor, first episode spin out in a long time. Maybe since Jacob Derwin. Jacob Derwin is a, is a, was a big spin out. No, honestly, looking at Jelinski, slot machine salesman, I should have fucking known. <laughs> I should have known by looking at this guy that he was going to spin out like a top. I am loving this season I already, and I love Jelinski. I'm very happy, even though, and hey, he's on my fantasy team, mm-hmm. and I'm happy as a clam at this burnout. <laughs> yeah, it was fun to watch him uh, quit things <laughs> and then... Uh, Repeat over and over again that he doesn't quit things. <laughs> he never gives up. And it's like, yeah, yeah well, yeah, we've watched you do that twice. He called himself that the monster of Survivor. Called, called himself, himself a legend, legend twice. twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of things that are hilarious about Jelinski. Um, and we could get into that and more. But welcome back. It is the Merge Boot Podcast. It is Survivor 46. It's the two-hour premiere. we got a whole full two hours. We've got a lot to jump into. Hopefully we don't forget anything. Last season, after the first episode, we forgot to talk about the, the conversation with the aliens and people were kicking the shit out of us on the bus. Yeah, actually, uh, on, on the, the off-season, I got the shit kicked out of me constantly still. Yeah, Bill, well... It's it's to the level where these fans of our podcast who are so mad that we didn't talk about the aliens in the season premiere of Survivor 45 that they beat the shit out of us. And then I call the cops. The cops show up and I explain to them what happened. And they ask me why I got beat up. And I explain, you know, I didn't talk about the aliens at the beginning of Survivor 45 premiere on my podcast. <laughs> And then they kicked it. The, the police kicked the shit out. They of had the UK style batons that yeah. came out. Yeah, they yeah they come out like a lightsaber and, and smack <laughs> me in the head with it. Yeah, that was good. Um, I I was a witness to that, and um, yeah, I, and you I didn't show up to court for yeah. you when you tried to sue. I really I, I tried to sue, but then the judge and all the lawyers, even my lawyer, beat the shit out of me yeah. in front You're, of the jury. The judge had the same baton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> The jury all came out of their little fucking bench there. They started kicking. Oh, it was bad. Anyway, we're back. We're not going to forget about Jelensky or forget about the aliens. What is the aliens of this episode, You would you say? Um, probably... Jess's ADHD? <laughs> no, it, it's probably that uh, Ben threw up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. It could It could be all the... All this stuff that uh, Jeff was saying about the gecko as if it was a penis. <laughs> Did you get that? He he always has one challenge where he makes a lot of in- innuendos, but he said, you are not going to get it by pulling that head. Okay, well... <laughs> and he also said, you could be in it if it, you... if th- th- This trap could be in it if they could get it up. Yeah, well, uh, Joel, bef- a lot of you know. Before ED you stuff. start talking about Jeff and him cranking his hog, yes. I think you're allu- alluding to. Let's get to the start of the episode, yes. so we yes. get some structure to this bad boy, and let's talk about what you thought of the beginning. Everyone's getting bo- uh, boated in. Tevin's voice is monologuing. Tevin was kind of the narrator of this episode in a lot of ways. In some ways, yeah. Especially at that beginning, he was, and he's an actor, you know, he's a theater actor. So he uh, obviously had this long monologue and the fucking 
the editors found that and they were like, you know, it would be great to open the fucking season, mm-hmm. this monologue of the same shit. It, uh, it, it's basically him saying the same shit that Jeff says every year. Yeah. But Jeff had, had a, a, a different thing to say on the mat. Talking about how one of them is going to be the finalist that gets zero votes at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not for anything they can do. It's like they can't change. That's your, something about you they're just not going to vibe with. And, and at one point, too, Tevin also finished Jeff's sentence. Really? On those mats. Yes, yeah. yes. And then he said, yes, thank you, Tevin. Yeah. Te- Tevin, pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. The there's, one, there's some fun stuff with Tevin. The one thing we mentioned, Ben uh, puking on his way there, mm-hmm. but also Soda said that she shit her pants. Did she say that? Yeah. Like, oh, she because she was nervous? She said, I don't know whether to cry, scream, or crap myself or something like that. Oh, okay. Well, I don't... I think we she didn't, might have we didn't literally follow up, follow up with her, but maybe. <laughs> I think she... I think at one point I heard a confessional... Um, off to the side of someone else's confessional where I overheard her saying, I chose shit my pants, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, guy, hey, you know how I said in a confessional and you weren't there that I might shit my pants? Well, I, I did. <laughs> um, so, yeah, w- w- why is Jeff um, harping so much on the zero-vote finalist and how that's, they can't do anything? They, it's, it's their personality. <laughs> then that's their fault <laughs> they don't get... Yeah. Zero votes. I guess he is upset that some people are saying, oh, like, Owen should have won. Or, like, you know, like, oh. Owen should... Who's saying Owen should have won? <laughs> Owen was robbed. Everyone's saying that, you know? Owen was robbed. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Romeo was robbed. Yeah. Jeff is... Pudding. People were saying Xander was robbed. But, yeah, yeah. People were saying Xander was robbed. Cassidy was robbed. I said that. Yeah. Uh, Remember? Cat, yeah, you said that. Who else? Uh, who was 44? I don't know. Who knows anymore? Uh, oh, Carolyn. Carolyn was robbed. Yeah, that's true, too. You know, Jeff was really hyping it up. He made an interesting point. Well, yeah, that- was he putting throwing shade on Carolyn when he said that? Yeah, he must have been. I thought he loved Carolyn. Here's what I love about you, Carolyn. You always speak your mind. But your personality sucks. You, yeah, but you can't <laughs> win at the end because of your personality. Jeff, uh, Jeff was just hyping it up. He was um, he was talking about uh, things to make it competitive. I think he was also just making everyone keep in mind that that's an aspect of it, and wanted to hammer home the point that all of them were there thinking they're about to win. It zoomed in on Jelinski's face. Maybe this will be the first <laughs> time in a while the third place person gets at least one fucking vote, though. Maybe, maybe this is the first season where it's a three way tie. That would be awesome. What do they do if that's the thing? Uh, another fire making. Jeff votes. Yeah, Jeff makes the vote. Yeah, he's like, who whose personality is the best? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So they do a little challenge with some digging under the thing, and they all get fucking muddy, and they get the puzzle pieces. One thing I wrote here is uh, Soda said something about um, a starving man on a Christmas ham. Yeah. That was good. To get those puzzle pieces like a starving man on a Christmas hand. Soda was pretty funny throughout this yes. episode. Yeah. Soda, Definitely a standout, so, too. Soda pop. Soda popped, I think. Soda's maybe your not, pop of the week. Maybe not the pop of the week, but definitely, if, if we're talking Soda Watch right now, I am watching Soda. You are so excited to say that Soda's your pop of the week. I. It, it's fun to say Soda popped. <laughs> soda popped this week. <laughs> it's a great name and she's great. She's 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 fun. She's she's I I can understand where Hunter's coming from being a little annoyed by camp songs as somebody who was a camp counselor. I don't know that I would want to hear camp songs sung over and over again, mm-hmm. but but here's the thing. They can't sing anything else because of rights. Yeah, you can only sing camp songs. You can't yeah, something public domain. Or uh, that doesn't have an author, basically. One of the things of note of this challenge uh, that was at the start was uh, of how much of a beast Hunter was. It, yeah, you know, he was. He uh, he ran, got a puzzle piece, ran it back on his own, which nobody else was doing, and then he ran back and helped Venus carry. Yeah, the puzzle piece. based off of both challenges we saw this week, that purple tribe that has Hunter, Tevin, Soda. I think that's the orange tribe. Is it orange? Yeah, purple went to tribal council tonight. What the fuck? Are you colorblind? Yeah, I guess so. 
Well, the tribe of uh, Tevin and Hunter and Soda and uh, Liz and who else was on that thing? Hunter, Liz, Soda, Venus, Venus. Tevin. Oh, and uh, 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 Randon. Randon. Randon, yeah. That tribe I don't think is losing. I think that tribe is going to be the one that uh, is boils Is it Randon over. or Raiden? Randon. Randon. Okay. It's like Brandon without a B. Yeah, it could be Brayden without a B, though. That's what I'm getting. No, but it's it, Randon. We, we, know it's, it's, we know it's, it's not Rendon. It, <laughs> it's definitely Randon. I can confirm with you that it's definitely Randon. I'm not so sure. Okay. <laughs> so R.I.P. Richard Lewis. Anyway, um, so we got Banu on Yanu. Yeah, that's another standout thing for you. That's it. It's just I love seeing you write just things down. Like yeah. just seeing the smile on your face as you turn to write things down. Banu on Yanu. But I did think that you writing things down made you miss a lot of visual stuff. This you, week. Okay. You're going to call me out on one thing that I missed? Yeah. When you missed a whole fucking plot point and we don't know why? Well, it didn't end up mattering. I, okay. Well, it didn't matter. Like, I missed f- fucking uh, uh, Banu putting the coconut into Jelinski's mouth for one second while I was making a note. And, he's, and he, he gets mad at me. He keeps, while we're watching the show... He brings it up on the show, uh, on, the, on the podcast, this. Meanwhile, while we're watching the fucking show... He's talking about how Jelensky uh, doesn't have an alliance or something. I'm like, he is. He's in the four alliance. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the four alliance that, that Kenzie talked about. How And they showed it visually. Kenzie, Q, Jelly, and Tiffany. And then and then you're like, oh, but no. That, but then she said that she was... The uh, main part about all of that was the, that Kenzie was forming alliances with everybody. But that no, but it thing. ends. it ended with her doing the whole thing at the end. I don't know why you missed that. If, and I wasn't going to bring it up, Cody. I was going to let you pretend. Yeah. I was going to let you pretend. But because you brought up that I missed fucking uh, I Banu have, putting the, the coconut into Jelinski's mouth. I, why, what, what's the point? I wouldn't have pretended like you. I'm like Jelinski. I can't lie. I can't hold that back. Oh, God. I'm I've, an open I played, book. I, you know, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I have played those games with you. <laughs> and you know, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> yeah, Hunter, good. Okay, and then so the thing with this episode to make sweat with the variance in sweat with savvy this year, honestly, tired of seeing sweat with savvy. Still, the variance is not enough. Um, is that uh, the winning team, the second place winning team, gets to choose whether they do sweat or savvy? And it didn't end up fucking mattering because nobody f- finished what they had to do. Ben and Charlie at least fucking tried. <laughs> Jelinski tried for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And he looked at the camera like Jim. Yeah. That was his first moment. Mm-hmm. He uh, he realized he wasn't going to make it. He did a John Krasinski. Yeah. John Jelinski. Spiked the lens. Gave us a smirk. And he says in that moment, he says, uh, even if we don't get Flint, I got an ally. <laughs> yeah. Talking about Q and Q's the one that, that led the way to yeah, vote him out. Literally the only person that hard wanted him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Oh, and and a fun thing when they were doing uh sweat, and I wrote this down. Uh there you you see Jelensky's legs walking in to get the water, and then we cut to the back of one of his tribe members' legs. There's a leg transition. Yeah. It's cool. The editors are having fun with that. That was good. Um, oh, and we didn't mention that uh, the, the the water challenge did seem hard. They had they had a track that they had to walk. They had to go around the um, hourglass, but also there was holes in the bucket. Yeah, the thing with that challenge is I actually don't hate what um, Jelinski did there, but he also has to know the person that he's with, mm-hmm. and. I mean, we got it from confessionals and everything like that of how competitive Q is. Mm-hmm. And I think that Jelinski should have worked at socially figuring that out because he did not care. He, I'll tell you this. I think the guy, I don't care about this several seven thing. Now, seeing what this guy's like, I think he just fucking gave up. I think they probably could have finished it um, in four hours if they if they really tried. I know four hours is a long time, and he's saying, oh, 
Oh, I thought I had seven hours. I thought, so I would have done it in seven hours, but you, I only had four. It's like, no, you were tired after one hour, well, and you didn't think you could do it. Yeah, he he thought that s- several was seven, and that it would take seven hours, but they needed to do it in four hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jelinski, what an angel. Mm. He's a kid. How yeah. Old is, how old is he? He's like 22 or 23. He's oh, okay. Well, he's young, but yeah. still, like... He's young, buddy. But he up. he also uh, Jelinski never got into his backstory. Actually, he talked about how he was in Vegas and how the the Vegas is different from Fiji because there's no oceans in Vegas and there's no trees in Vegas. But one of his big things is that both of his parents are addicts, and by the time he was yes. four years old, he knew Co- to raise himself. Cody right? was is very in on the preseason stuff this year. Yeah, it this was. whole whole thing. He got really into preseason this year. He knows everybody's backstory, and whether we find out about it or not, it, he's at least got some context. So that's good. But Cody might be bringing you, some preseason you context. You were making here. it sound like it was a bad thing. I, I am I? Research. No, I'm saying it's a good thing. You're bringing context. <laughs> I know, but it's at first I thought you were coming at me about doing No, I'm not making I, I'm not. I'm saying it's a good thing. Okay. You have some context. Thank you. Some background. I think that we've got to go into, let's go by tribe now at this point, I think. And go into the dynamics of um, Tevin's tribe first, because that one, I guess... Okay. It was the first the thing we see from them is Liz uh, talking about her business. Yeah, all of her businesses. All of her businesses. And Tevin saying that Liz is flaunting her dollar bills. Yeah. She doesn't realize that, that the game is happening now. Yeah, telling how uh, rich. And that he's there for, for the money. money. Yeah. yeah. Tevin's... Uh, Really fun. Yeah, it, that doesn't has that hasn't come up in a while. People not wanting to give the money away to rich people. Mm-hmm. It has like usually people go by gameplay, but it, it's still something I'm sure on the brains of people, especially now post pandemic, where um, you know the richer and poorer had the the divide between them has has grown even vaster. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. There is a certain resentment from the poor towards the rich now, and I I, I identify with it. <laughs> you don't want to give. And you get to the end you, nowadays. You, you, it's true. You, it's not even you'd want to give to someone who, who deserves it. There's like a, if you're gonna be flaunting your wealth on the first day, you, I meet you. And I'm like, I don't know if I like you very much. You know? Yeah. Like. And I, and I'm not gonna want to give. It's not that I don't want to give you the money because you don't need it. It's like I don't want to give it to you because I, I don't fucking like you. Um, the th- um, so uh, that was kind of a thing that kind of put Liz towards the bottom um, as a viewer. I would say you were mm-hmm. uh, you're thinking maybe Liz could be the one up. Mm-hmm. And then we also had the um, like you mentioned before the hunter and Soda doing both being camp counselors, but Soda doing a lot of the songs. But then Hunter has starts his relationship with Tevin, mm-hmm. where we find out that they both Hunter's like Andy not. Griffiths. Yeah, they both like Andy Griffiths. They're the Andy Griffith Alliance. Yeah. But also that Hunter doesn't necessarily dislike it. He just can't keep up with it, but wants to be a better social player and wants to align with a social player. So him and Tevin actually started, I think, a really good bond that Tevin seemed to have yeah. been just as into. And we we don't we don't get it. Uh, from my perspective, and this is just first episode edit stuff, but it showed that I think Tevin and Soda are close because he goes and talks about his uh, uh, his alliance with Hunter with Soda. It showed to me that Soda was kind of close with everybody. Yeah. Like everybody's going to Soda. Yeah. Which I think is actually in a, in a healthy way, unlike with uh, Kenzie on the other tribe, how Kenzie's, it was set up how that could blow up in her face. Yeah. It really wasn't with Soda. It seemed like everyone just wanted to like talk to Soda, yeah. figure out what's going on with Soda. Um, well, she knows how to make fire. She makes those yeah. roaring flames. Yeah. And it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, another one of great uh, Soda moments mm-hmm. doing that. And and, that, and that's just a way, I mean, it, it puts a, a, a target on your back for later on, but it's a great way, especially, I don't know, like for the non-physical players, it's a very strategic if you want to make it through the early days if you know how to make fire yeah if you're, if you're not like a big like if you're not going to be a big challenge threat if you know how to make fire and you're making fire for everybody they don't want to get rid of you 
Yeah. This, this episode with um, with this tribe specifically kind of went up and down with stuff, like uh, thinking, oh, maybe Soda's in trouble, maybe Hunter's in trouble from this, but then it, like, but the, both of them are clearly safe. Teb and Soda and Hunter are clearly on top of this thing because the big thing is um, with Venus and Randon is obviously the thing that's blowing up in this yeah. tribe. Can we just talk about the Andy Griffiths, uh, the, the edit, the, visual, they gave, yeah. the visual they gave it to us? So did you watch the Andy Griffiths show growing up? Um, I've definitely seen it. Yeah. I, you, I sometimes, my dad liked it growing up. So he, when it was on, you he would have been a me, part of the Andy Griffith line. Yeah. With my dad. Yeah. Well, me, no, either, I, I don't have much, I don't have much memory of it other than that, the music. And like, I think Don Knotts was like the comic relief and it was like the little kid. And like, how does it come up that these two guys like Andy Griffith? <laughs> I don't know. Here's my theory on how they found out they liked Andy yeah. Griffith. So. They want to sing on the island, right? They're trying to find out what's public, what's what they're allowed to sing, public domain, what's owned by Paramount, what they can get away with showing, what can, what CBS can play with the rights to. Yeah. Maybe there's a list of songs they can sing, and one of them is whistling the Andy Griffiths theme song, and then Tevin and Hunter go, we both like it. I like Andy Griffiths, and Tevin goes, oh, I like Andy Griffiths too. And now they're the uh, Andy Griffiths Alliance. I, th- I think that Hunter's socially awkward and an introvert, and he just brought it up out of nowhere to try to relate to somebody. <laughs> I, I like uh, Andy. Uh, is it Andy and Opie? <laughs> Maybe. Andy and Opie? I think that's... Uh, Opie and Anthony? No, Opie. Andy, <laughs> Opie is who Ron Howard plays on the, uh, the Andy Griffiths show. Oh, okay. Andy and Opie. Well... Um, oh damn it! I lost I lost my thought. Well, it was cool. They did the black and white, and they did the they did the aspect ratio and stuff. It was fun. Yeah, Hunter, you also said, "Whoa, this guy's a lot more wily than I thought he would be." Yeah, he's. I thought he would be more uh, Tommy Sheehan vibes, Mm -hmm. um, but he's a bit more. I I think it's the small townness of him. I can tell that. Because when you were saying the Tommy Sheehan vibes um, in our preseason, I was like, he has not watched the video. No, I didn't (laughs) watch the fucking videos. I don't give a fuck. I like the show. Yeah, but you were very hard on him. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not. Yeah, well, I I, I wasn't. Comparing him to a past winner doesn't seem like you're being hard on him. But since it's Tommy Sheehan, it is. Well, Tommy Sheehan was a good player. Boring. TV character. Um, well, here's the thing about Hunter. I don't hate him. I think he's fine. I. Uh, it's funny that he was annoyed with the uh, the songs. I. I'm. I'm. I think it's fun for them to be singing, but uh, it's funny that that because sometimes I went to theater school and I'm not a musical theater guy, so I do. I did feel for him in those moments when I'm like there, the night, the morning after pub night, eight a.m. class. And all the theater students who want to do musical theater are full energy at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. at a lecture hall, singing and, and running around and playing the piano. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't handle this right now. So I identified with him in that, mo- in that uh, vibe. Well, um, sorry to all the musical theater fans out there. I would love to hear you sing um, in any other context other than, you know, when I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we alluded to the Venus stuff. So uh, yeah, let's talk about Venus. Yeah. Venus was feeling like on the outside of her tribe when Tevin called her uh, a, princess. a princess, but I don't think Tevin was saying it in like a negative no. way because he also said after own that princess, that's a good mm-hmm. thing. Like we need to make this a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, someone brought this up in our, our assessment draft episode that, Looking at this tribe, there's not a, if if Venus is the type of person that like has a lot of friends who are like, you know, attractive and going out and you know Toronto elite because she's from Toronto, of course. But she might not get along with this tribe because it's a lot of like people from different aspects of her. But I think from what she said, I don't know if 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 in practice she's going to be like this. But I, what she said, I think she's more than just a princess. 
Well, yeah, I, I think that um, she did have those Parvati vibes, Parvati light, as Randon said. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Venus immediately goes out and is aggressively trying to find an idol. Find an idol. Um, and gets caught by Randon and owns mm-hmm. it up to Randon and says that he better start looking See, too. I wrote Raiden here. Are you sure it's not it's r- Raiden? Definitely Randon. Okay, all right. I'm fixing, turning the uh, putting an N in there. Okay, so then Randon goes up to Soda as well, which was another moment of someone going up to Soda mm-hmm. and telling Soda that... Uh, I know a parv when I see one. Yeah, knows a parv when he sees one. But also Soda doesn't trust um, Venus, but seems to not trust Randon more. Did she say it. she didn't trust Venus? Yeah, she, she, said, she said something like she believes him, but also does not trust this. Her guy. Sodar's going off. Her Sodar goes off. With Randon. Yeah, Sodar. And sh- and then it wasn't just for the confessional she used that. She also used it when she told Venus about yeah, the Yeah, her Sodar is going off. I love the Sodar. Yeah. We got, a, we got a, a new segment called Sodar Watch every time Sodar. We're comes. on the Sodar network. I didn't even th- realize that. <laughs> we need to change the name of the network of this podcast is on to the Sodar network. <laughs> we'll just, for this season, have that as the logo in the bottom of I'm going to start working on trying to get Soda on the podcast <laughs> for the postseason. We can't say anything bad about Soda from here on out. I like Soda. and I like everybody on this. I've never. When can you think of a time when I didn't complain about anybody well it's early going Scott. i know but usually first episode i'm already pissed at somebody you're not pissed at anyone yet no i loved i loved jelinski and his spin out i loved it i love jess but we're gonna get to all of those people is there anything else that we need to talk about with liz the is allergic to everything yeah liz is allergic to everything so she can't eat she, it's just she's allergic to coconut eh yeah jeez what are you doing? Allergic to chicken. Eggs make her brain foggy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but I, th- I think that was about it. With sure she doesn't have ADHD. Maybe. I, I can say all this stuff, by the way. I have ADHD. I can. Uh, I, can I, 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 have, I, I will say more about ADHD later. So let's go to the Savvy Tribe, Ben and Charlie, Diamond Dave and Eddie Van Halen. Yep. Charlie is... is I. Uh, I may have mi- I was calling him a turp. I was calling him a dweeb, but he's you know I think he's he's more of a Brando type than a Zach type. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I like him. He's cool. Um, I you were pretty against him at the start. You uh, tonight? Yeah, tonight. Well, yeah, I was calling him a dweeb and a twerp and a twerp. Yeah, but he's 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 not he's not like that. I I said that after the first confessional talking about going to Harvard and shit, and obviously I'm not gonna. But and the one thing with the puzzle is that he said when he was going to Harvard that he was going to downplay his intelligence, but then he just genuinely couldn't figure out that puzzle. Maybe he did it on purpose as he's playing a long con. I <laughs> I think what he was doing on purpose was letting Ben uh, take leadership of the puzzle. They had then, it, but th- that savvy thing, I will say, it seemed hard to finding the dig thing, and they almost got it with the below thing, but yeah. they just didn't dig. They didn't find out that DIG. You got to dig. Yeah, yeah, you got to dig. They should have known. Uh, Maria and Tim are the parent board. They uh, they, they have a pa- parent bond. Yeah, that alliance went out the window almost immediately. It seems so. <laughs> yes. Tim immediately forgot about that alliance. Well, and- so did Maria, it seems. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems uh, like Well, that. you know, the bonding off the top can't always be trusted, you know? Like, no. Um, uh, so we had the parents bond, but then the, the, big, uh, the big thing with this is the all-female alliance that was forming. Uh, that yes. was with uh, Mariah and Jem. Yeah, and, and Maria. Maria. Charlie's Angels. Yeah, Charlie's Angels because they call upon Charlie to lead them. The, yes, and well, Charlie talks about how he's never not had a woman boss. <laughs> so he's ready to, to take an um, employee role with them. We get, a, we get a thing about Mariah being basically a millennial stereotype. Mm-hmm. The stereotype millennial nerd. Yeah. Loves Dungeons and Dragons and stuff and... Board games. Board games. Brewing beer. Brewing beer, yeah. Um, trivia nights. Trivia which, nights. Which, hey, shout out. Me and Cody went to a action movie trivia last night, and we won. 
And I'm going to say it by a landslide. <laughs> we did quite well. It was like the first time where I felt uncomfortable winning. I was embarrassed how much we were winning. Yeah. That because like the other team seemed pissed off. I know. And I know that you might think that we're sounding braggadocious right now by saying it this way. Yeah. But it was genuinely like you felt it in your soul that this wasn't this wasn't what was supposed to I be think happening. these people went out to have a good time and we were like acting kind of intense but we weren't even being that intense we were just we just knew everything yeah and it was just i, f- I felt guilty <laughs> yeah so we were real mariah types yeah there. we were mariah types we d- we we didn't meet our future husband like she did but um, maybe maybe we did. Yeah, maybe, maybe I was did. there with my future husband. I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, dude. Um, what else did I want? Oh, uh, Ben, when he was doing this, savvy said, "Shout out to my dyslexia." We get a little package about Ben about how much everybody loves Ben as well. Yeah, everyone vibing. thinks ben that he's the vibe, the vibe guy. This this is the surviving tribe. Yeah, they're all vibing. They're they're doing well. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and uh so so Tim um I worry is getting a villain edit right now. He's just kind of like he's just people going. don't people don't like when you don't go when you go I mean uh, there he's right, there is a woman's alliance and he wants to weaken that alliance. But uh people don't like when you go after a woman's alliance. <laughs> It's not his fault. He saw them whispering. Yeah. He he said, I'm all for female empowerment, but uh, it happens. He, he said, I have a mom. I have a grandma. I know how they work. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Oof, Tim. Um, but hey, also, don't forget that Tim's hobby is his wife. Yeah, dating his wife. Dating his wife. Uh, he considers that he a also, hobby. He also, I mean, this isn't <laughs> like, he's allowed to like listen to Kanye West if he can detach the artist from the artist. I just hope he's... Not talking. He he liked the Kanye West was on his mixtape. It was it was funny. Well, I I mean it was kind of uh, that he said it to a, a Jewish guy, but but Ben said that I love that song. So it's yeah, all, it's all fine. So it's all fine. Ben's vibing. Ben's vibing. Um, and we get two mentions of Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, heavy. I mean, she's taking over the she take she's taking over Survivor now too. Yeah. First the NFL now Survivor. Now we get all the Swifties on Survivor. Mm. They're not even real Survivor fans. They're Swifties. Who said oh boy, oh boy, oh girl, I mean? Uh, that was uh, Is that Charlie? That or? was Charlie. <laughs> when when Charlie was caught in between uh, uh being on the men's, men's alliance and, and the, the women's girl, alliance, he said, he oh, said <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh, girl. <laughs> That's something I would say. Yeah. Um, You're all about Charlie now. I, yeah. <laughs> He's a Swifty. Yeah. I, I I mean, I don't hate Taylor Swift. But she's ruining I, Survivor. She's ruining Survivor. <laughs> I really liked that movie. I thought the heirs to her movie was pretty breathtaking. Breathtaking? Yes. You've never talked about me that way. Um, <laughs> no. Why... Give me a give me a reason to. <laughs> oh God, damn it! Give me a reason to. Um, what else happened with this tribe? It was pretty clear that Tim was the bottom. Um, that that if they lose, that it's going to be Tim going home. I think that. Yeah, I hope it's not Ben. Uh, ben, they like Ben. I mean, they like Ben. They they like the vibe too much. The only thing we know about Tim is he's got two sons and uh, wants the, wants a woman out. It's <laughs> the only thing we know about him. Yeah, so we'll see. I think the Purple Tribe's going back to Tribal Council next week. That's my yeah. I think that's the mess tribe this year. I think uh, <laughs> I think you might be right. So um, the uh, what we didn't say about the Orange Tribe was that Tevin goes on the trip, and with the Green Tribe. <laughs> Do you want to wait? We'll do the... Well, well I'm, I'm just setting it up, so then we go to the next one. Oh, so do you want to do... Well, yeah, why don't we do that board gamey thing first, and then we'll go backwards to Jelinski's Tribe. Yeah, okay. Um, so the, the fun little boat challenge they did was sort of like a... Uh, you get stuff like this in board games a lot, Werewolf and Blood on the Clock Tower, you know, stuff like we, we've played together, where it's like 
one person is one thing, another person the other, and you have to convince other people who you are so they will vote with you or or give you what you want, basically. And that, I mean, there's a whole show about it called The Traitors, which I'm loving right now. Um, But uh, it would be so fun to play that on Survivor, that kind of game. I mean, that's the whole thing of Survivor is being deceptive like that, and, and people lose track of that. That was a fun part of the journey, actually. This I was game. A, the, I, if it, it keep doing shit like that, if I would like the journeys, if you're going to do shit like that, but it pisses me off when people are like, "I don't want to do that." Yeah, play the fucking game, Jelensky. Yeah, it would have been so much better if you were like, if you doubled down and you're like, "No, I got it." And he he and, got and, scared and, and, into submission. Yeah, well, Maria kind of played that right. She's like, "I'll be pissed off of you if if you take away my vote," but it's like I'm like. It's my vote. I'm not going to give up my vote so you guys can have your uh, uh, extra votes. It was just perfect that it was Jelinski that went on the trip so he could quit again. But and he and he volunteered to go on the trip. Let's set up exactly what this game was. Yeah, so one person gets a torch alliance, which means you reveal who you are. You're the one trying to pick. Uh, a other person gets a vote card. The other person gets a skull card. The skull card, skull card person, if he convinced the torch person, uh, the vote person and the uh, torch person both lose their vote and he gets an extra vote. But if the, the torch person picks the vote person, those two people get an extra vote and the skull person loses their vote. It would be way more fun to be the skull person. It would my, be. As somebody who, who, would go on, who would go on Survivor to to play this like deceptively because that's like the one place where you can do that and have fun with that it would be really fun to like overtly have a chance to be deceptive and and lie like that Mm -hmm. yeah it was very interesting um and tevin was right when tevin because tevin's the one who got the vote maria got the torch and Jelinski had the skull so Tevin was right when he had a confessional immediately that said, this is the easiest thing in the world. I have to tell the truth here. Mm-hmm. This can't get any easier for me. And Jelinski seemed excited about seeing the skull at first. And then at any moment of yeah, pressure, he completely folded and crumbled. That was insane. <laughs> I was so pissed off. I loved it. But it, but it, it, it almost seemed like maybe he would like... Yeah, he just clearly hasn't played any of these games before. It's interesting the way that it's set up randomly that now, like, the person with the torch, they get a vote, and the person with the vote card get a vote. But if Jelinski won it, then just he would have a vote, and they'd both not have votes. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty interesting how uh, that all comes together. It's a little more random, I guess. It's the first episode, too. They're not going to remember at the merge that you that you won this game that you were supposed to try and win. They're not going to hold it against you that badly. No, there's no way. Maybe Maria would. I don't know. But also Maria is a beast. She was carrying the uh, big piece on her back, too. Like, well, they, uh, well um, uh, Tim was calling that mom strength. Yeah, mom strength. Well, she, she delivered three children at home without an epidural. Yeah, she's strong. She's a beast for the tribe. I can't have a little headache without my little Advil. Why is it so small? <laughs> I get very small Advils. Um, but, yeah. So, Jelinski goes back to his tribe. We know that Maria told the truth, too, but did we get Tevin telling the truth? We don't know what Tevin's mm, tribe No, is. we don't know. But, I mean, this one it would be a fun one to, t- to, to, to tell your tribe about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, hey, I have an extra vote, but this is how I got it. Look how much of an idiot Jelinski is. <laughs> um but let's let's talk about Jelensky's tribe as a whole. Yeah. Um, first, I want to talk about Jess. Jess's ADHD, her talking about it, and just all the things that she's going through was really ringing true to me. Stuff I worry about if I were to go on a show like this would be to, like... This is... I mean... It, I'm so I okay for the people at home who are tired of hearing people talk about their ADHD no, no uh, uh, diagnosis, tired of hearing people talk about how they have the ADHD. Fine, I, I get it. I was sick of it. Yeah, but at the same time, 
it's super validating to hear people talk about it as somebody with it, as somebody who grew up with people like you who are tired of hearing about it, telling me that it wasn't a real thing and people should stop talking about it. It's very, very validating and, and very, uh, cathartic, um, to find out people are going through the same thing as you. Um, I get it that people use, um, neurodivergencies, um, and disability, like not disability, like, you, you know, stuff like this, uh, it, oh, like overboard some, or, or it, sh- it looks like it on like Twitter and TikTok and stuff. When it's taken out of context, people can dunk on it, but in real life, it's still something that people struggle with and it just makes them feel sometimes like they're not built for the world that was built before they were in it. So it kind of sucks sometimes. Uh, and it's just like little things that just like feel like setbacks and they feel, and it feels worse and worse when it's happening. So seeing Jess go through this, I was really hoping she didn't get voted out for it because I felt very badly for her. Um, her losing her, her shit her losing her, her fucking, uh, water bottle, her, the sleep deprivation is a ADD thing. Um, no matter how tired you are, sometimes you, your mind is racing. Um, and she's scared how she's scared to have kids. So she doesn't want to lose them. That sort of anxiety, her not being able to talk at tribal council, not trying to get a word out, but she knows she has to say something. It's, it was just all like, it was making me feel good that I was seeing it on survivor, but I was feeling very sorry for her and I'm glad she didn't get voted out and seeing Banu yell at her in the, um, the next time on that kind of triggered me a bit. I don't, I hope cause I like Banu and I don't want him to yell at Jess. Um, but I just, yeah, I, uh, that's, I guess that's all I, I kind of want to say about it, but I was really hoping she wouldn't get voted out because it would be, it would have been tough for her to go through that feeling on the outside of things. And then like, because, and it, it's, it is kind of hard seeing like her struggling with this shit and everybody just being like, I don't vibe with her. I don't, um, I don't get her, vi- like, I don't, I'm not catching what she's saying. It's like, she's, uh, first of all, she's nervous to talk about strategies. She's nervous to uh, look for idols, all this stuff. She's overthinking it. I get it. But, um, She's got a lot of work to do to get in with her tribe, but everyone seems to like her. But they don't. They don't, like. It's just. It's. They tough. can't read her. It's tough watching. Yeah, it's tough. They can't uh, read. Yeah, her. It's, well, I mean, because because people tell me all the time that they think I don't like them or they think I'm. I, and it's and it's like sometimes I'm like I, I don't I don't know I don't know why I don't know what to say to you I don't know what to do, you know like I, I uh, um, yeah it's it's tough but like and like if you're tired of hearing about it I'm sorry but also it is a. A conversation that uh, people with ADD do like to have with each other to feel validated and seen. So yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I got it too, brother. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But here, but yeah. Cool. Yeah, you never ask. I mean, <laughs> I I honestly don't talk about it that much because people fucking hate it when you talk about it. So. Um. Yeah. I I do think that with the Jess story, I found it very interesting. A uh, part of me was still cheering for. Um, a more stretched out spin out of uh, Jelinski. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think they were showing us all these, like if they were, if they were, if he was going to make it more episodes, it, the things we saw would have been more like seeds. You y- know? Yeah. We're, they, we got, we got every single moment of him talking about how great he is. Yeah. They, on his perfect. way out. I love it. Um, the thing um, that my opinion with this, and we'll get more into this tribe and everything. I do think that they made a mistake. And not just because of the next time on. I th- I think that genuinely, um, based off of even what Q's looking for, I think that Jelinski was more valuable for what he's looking for just because of the lack of sleep and everything. You can see that that's already wearing on her. But th- she can get over that. I honestly feel like she can she can but she can rally back. Jelinski also you can get through, and he and. He he still was helpful during those uh, during that, just not the puzzle. 
Well, I mean, they took forever to get that gecko over, so I don't, I don't even know uh, how but, helpful he was. But, but he was the. One I will that say, as soon as they get back to trap, he, tr- tr- tribe, he's fucking chilling out. He's not the kind of he does not have the rigor. He's vibing. He's lying dude. down as he's soon as vibing. he gets back, and Jess is like, "What the hell? You're just gonna lie down? You're not gonna try and because they, the four of them, all take off and are all talking to each other. It's like Jesus. Anyway, let's. But b- before that, let's get to the other people, Kenzie. Has a lot of friends out there. She's vibing with a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Kenzie's vibing with a lot of people. Um, she's kind of like setting the stone, kind of kind of edited to us in a way to maybe be like, she's going to get caught with this later kind of thing. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, if the edit is trying, I don't know if the edit is trying to tell us that, but in the past, stuff like that, if you're, if you're that set up early on it's hard to um there was just a clear difference in the edit between her and soda even though they seem to be doing uh, similar things yeah but people seem to be coming to soda whereas kenzie seems to be coming to them yeah kenzie seems to be the caleb yeah we get the jelinski um comes or the up kelly with- Go yeah. on, sorry. We get that Jelinski uh, is trying to create an alliance with Kenzie uh, right off the top. Ha- he has a perfect name for them. Sh- Shaggy and Daphne. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I would have said, how do you spell your name, Jelinski? Because I'm writing it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? You don't fucking say that to me, all right? Uh, I'm not Daphne. That's you're, stupid. You're, and you're not, you're Scooby. Those aren't even the two that split off together. He's scrappy. <laughs> he's not even Scooby. He's scrappy. Yeah. He's kind of a shaggy type. Because Scooby is the one that actually solves a lot of it. But Shaggy's along for the ride. He's, yeah, he's got the fear that, that Shaggy has. Yeah. Except, except he's not afraid of uh, ghosts and ghouls. He's afraid of actually doing anything on Survivor. But Shaggy also gives up because he just stops and eats a sandwich. Yeah, well, he's, also, that was he's actually, also afraid of ghosts and ghouls. I think that Jelinski calling himself Shaggy Rogers mm-hmm. was the most self-aware he was all episode. <laughs> I think he's fucking scrappy. I think he's 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 patting himself on his back like he's good at because that's the one thing he's good at is being cocky. And I think him calling himself Shaggy is actually him being cocky <laughs> because he's actually scrappy. Well, He's Scrappy Dappy Doo. That's who he is. Yeah, I, Every, everybody hates Scrappy. We, that's a new show. Everybody hates Scrappy. <laughs> well, we talked about this a little bit uh, off air, but uh, this tribe really all popped in their own way to me. I I liked everybody on this tribe. I like everybody on the uh, season so far, mm-hmm. but everyone on this tribe stood out in their own way, and they all had significant moments to me. I really like Q. I I, I know like Q too. I know that Q's gonna his like uh, he's not, he doesn't have the like the survivor winner blood. No, his he, arrogance. His um, I wouldn't competi- call it an arrogance. His competitive, competitive nature. Yeah. yeah, his competitive nature is obviously going to get the best of him. I think. Um, hey, hey, he could surprise us strategically. Um, uh, athletic people often do sometimes. But, but we we have him and uh, Tiffany. Both. He is definitely in an archetype, though. Him and Tiffany are both kind of under the same archetype of oh, like no, Tiffany uh, found an idol tonight. No, but the athletic person that's valuing strength and wanting those people out. Yes, wanting the weak people out. And where Tiffany though has that artist background. Oh, yeah. Too, so there's a little there's a little twist to that. Tif- Tiffany um has uh has the relationship with actually i think that tiffany uh q and kenzie are on like kind of different spectrums and tiffany's like an in-between of both of those people yeah i i think i think that she shares and uh we saw um tiffany find an idol right away be able to um solve that puzzle right away too that was cool and she didn't even know how she was doing it like that was, <laughs> that was like the yeah. way she was describing it, she was like i don't know if this uh, these symbols are just coming to me yeah <laughs> and then it worked i was like whoa and even kenzie was sitting there and being like okay she's like all right do your thing i can't help uh <laughs> and then yeah she yeah she she makes quick work of that and when when she got the bear beware advantage you were talking to be like oh they're not gonna have they're gonna they can be two votes out. This is a terrible alliance. It was a terrible majority alliance. They eliminated one of their people in their majority. <laughs> I think Banu's in that. Banu just I, took the. I think Banu took the spot. Yeah, Banu. 
Banu. Like Banu. I, I love Banu. Um, you were worried about him yelling next week, but I think that Banu really takes uh, Survivor uh, passionately. I think mm-hmm. he's a passionate Survivor fan and also passionate because he's of emotional. how much it relates to his life and how much like his first 18 years were living in the conditions of Survivor, mm-hmm. like he said. So I think that he values all of that so much that he's going to have a hard time with people that aren't giving it the 110% that he's going to be giving it. And mm-hmm. I think that's why he's, all, at the end of the day, going to get along so well with Q during this because mm-hmm. they their values are going to be are very similar. Sure. Um, I, I think there's a lot of, like, interesting dynamics. And, and I, he seemed to be... I was, I was at the Tribal Council. Sorry, did I cut you off? A little bit, but go ahead. Do you want to finish? Well, I was I was just going to say how uh, dynamic everybody is. Like, you have um, Q that's this, like, athletic guy and this, like, the brawn stere- uh, archetype of, like, we're going to eliminate the weak kind of thing and move forward. But also Q, the way, like, he's just a highly intelligent person, too, and the way he's expressing himself. And like he said, he's a real estate agent that's the number two in the country. I don't even know how they, uh, rank that, but he's how many houses has he sold? Yeah, I guess so. But I, I think that Q is really interesting. I think that it's showing all of these people on this tribe seem to be more than an, uh, more than an archetype. Mm. I think that they're showing dynamic that shows that they're all more than an archetype. Yeah. Yeah. So Banu, uh, <coughs> something interesting with him was that, we found out later that Jelinski got all the votes, but we see Banu struggling. Yeah, with his vote emotionally. I think the Banu he's not, he's not in the middle though. It's just like no, he's going to throw one vote at Jess for no reason. Well, Banu he didn't end up doing it, but he said he really likes Jelinski. Really like he really connected yeah. with Jelinski and really likes him. We saw him feed Jelinski a coconut like uh, uh, Jelinski was a kid. Hey, hey, speak for yourself. Yeah, sorry, I watched him feed. I was but it was, it was really down. funny the way that he did it. Like just to I'll watch the episode again just for that. I like B roll like that. Yeah, but just to describe kind of like it. when Tarzan was uh, uh, <laughs> washing Leaf's back. It kind of Survivor One World. Remember that? Yeah, one the, of my favorite Survivor moments. The way he did it, he he, and the way he was talking to Jelinski was like Jelinski was a king and he was his royal advisor, <laughs> <laughs> and then he was just feeding him. It's like that. What's that Kate Winslet show that's coming out where that one guy is like her advisor or some? Have you? I see the. Tra- I watch. I, no I watch idea. a lot of Crave. I'm watching a lot of Crave lately, and there for before every single thing for Crave, a commercial for that show starts, and it's like, oh my god, this seems fake. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I and I, I, I like I like Banu as a guy. I want to see how this sort of uh, emotional, um, uh, this emotion that's coming out. Because even when they were talking about whether they're going to vote for Jess or or Jelensky when they were on the island, he's like, "Oh yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm. I. She's. Kenzie's making good points. Tiffany's making good points. What should we do? Q. Oh, it's like kind of breaking under the pressure a bit. So yeah. I'm wondering uh, how that will play out. I think the Bonnie's the one that survives this tribe. Going into emerge, I think Bono, unless unless that gets in, that get, gets in his way, uh, people not liking. I, I would guess that my my prediction is that Jess goes and then Q goes after that. Q? Yep. I think Kenzie's after Q. I don't think so. I I think that Q they they once they lose enough, they're just not going to value strength anymore. And I think Q goes. Interesting. Um, but I I think that Bonnie and Kenzie and uh, uh, Tiffany are the ones to. Uh, make it through that tribe, and maybe not even Tiffany. Um, yeah, it just seems to be the... We'll the, see. I mean, we didn't... Get, I mean, other than... Tiffany's big thing was her inaction, and we, we saw a little package about her art and her learning her art mm-hmm. over YouTube University or whatever. I, I, don't, I don't quite get a vibe on what Tiffany is uniquely what like her herself yeah because we just saw her in we know that she's very strong she's going to be a strong player and she's smart and strong but 
I'll see what she's like it. really what she's really like strategically. The only reason I'm saying that Q is going to be after Jess is just because it's a big prediction. W- what we've seen so far in Survivor is that when a player is hard headed, they don't last with their alliance very long. That they realize, oh, we're either going to be controlled by this person mm-hmm. and do what they say, mm-hmm. or we break free and make so our own because choices. Q led the vote this week. Yeah. Okay. And and they all didn't want that. As far as our edit, we saw they yeah. they want would have uh, rathered it be Jess, which I think right. was the better choice. Right. But because I was I was thinking uh, when I saw that alliance of four happening on the purple tribe there. I mean, there's there's also an alliance of four happening on on green, but. Uh, you know, I can't help but think of the alliance of four from last season that lasted almost to the end together. Yeah, um, which was super cool to see. But uh, I, 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 it's it's kind of in modern Survivor that's so rare. So mm-hmm. it in 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 true fashion, it didn't even last one episode. I can just <laughs> kind of like I don't know. I'm getting the vibe of Banu and uh, Kenzie, and like there's something about the dynamic that just. It says stick together more so than um, the rest. I don't know. But maybe uh, we haven't got enough about Tiffany yet, so Mm -hmm. we'll see. I Um, hope Jess can turn it around, but yeah. Yeah, so we get get the big lizard challenge. Oh, my God. The gecko challenge. We get some great... We we talked about uh, you've never seen a bigger gecko in your life. The biggest gecko you've ever seen. He described it like it was a reward. Yeah. Legs, big tail, bloodshot eyes, all the fixings. My mouth was watering. Yeah, I wanted to eat that big gecko. Yeah. And Kenzie sees a gecko at tribal council later, says she never wants to see a gecko ever again in her life. Yeah, no. Where's she going to get car insurance from? Beyond me. She's never going to watch fucking Rango again? Yeah, I guess not. Well... Maybe we all should. Oh, also the shelter <laughs> fell on them. Yeah, the shelter fell on them at night. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jess was trying to get a good night's yeah, sleep. Yeah, Jess finally fell asleep for the first time, yeah. and the shelter collapsed on her. Okay. Does several mean seven on no. this match yet? No, it doesn't. It's several. When the first just time you said that, I was like, oh, okay. And then when everyone was calling it out on it, Charlie was like, no, it doesn't. It's like two, I mean, he's it's Harvard, like two so you or three, I would say. Several to me. Yeah, that okay. really pissed Charlie off. Let me close my eyes. Say several. There's, there's several. Sev- we have several hours. Several hours. Yeah, four or five. Yeah. Yeah. I clo- For everyone, I closed my eyes and tried to shed away um, Jelensky's voice from my head. If somebody says several hours to me, that means four or five. Also, if you're saying, Jelinski said... Superman is doing this with me. Mm-hmm. And you know it's possible because someone tested it and did it. Mm-hmm. And then you have a guy that you're calling Superman. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah, just... I know. He's an idiot. Um, <laughs> and he got voted out. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Je- Jeff was hilarious. He said that's 500 pounds of Survivor Gecko. Uh, what the hell does that mean? Also, when when Purple finally got their uh, 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 lizard over the the first obstacle, mm-hmm. he said, "There it is." <laughs> like Jeff, what are you doing? He's he's out to lunch. At least he didn't say this is the type of challenge you would see at a fair when you're getting a scone. <laughs> You're enjoying a scone. <laughs> Jeff's on fire. Trying to lift a gecko. <laughs> yeah, of course. Said sorry for you mm-hmm. when he said they didn't get their flint. Yeah, That's his classic line. Sorry for you. How do you feel about that line? <laughs> I don't care. You don't care. <laughs> sorry for you. It's his new. It's his new. Come on in, guys. It's a big, big yeah. phrase. Sorry for you. Yeah, I got it on a shirt. So yeah, we're seeing um, we're seeing all this stuff about how we're, we think Jess is going to go home and, and Tiffany goes and gets her idol, but then Q has the has the um, it goes up to Bonnie and says, "We are not 
writing Jess tonight. And then in the, in the confessional, he goes, hard work is, rep- is respected. Yeah. He also says, uh, I don't know how to <laughs> write, Jul- I don't know how to spell Jelinski's name yet, but I'm going to find out. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. And they all spelled it wrong. <laughs> yeah, they all spelled it is wrong. Is it with an A or with an E? It's with an A. It's with an A? It is with Okay, an then why am I calling him Jelly? I don't know. Why? You said that. Yeah. You said that for some reason and stuck with it. He is. He is. And that's what no preseason research does. I don't care about the preseason research. I wanted someone named Soda. I wanted somebody named Soda on my team because their name's Soda. We're a podcast about the show, not the preseason. Yeah, but we're supposed to give our insight. You last year, you didn't look at it at all. Go, go back and I'm a new man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. This season, I mean, power to you. Thank you for having all the preseason knowledge. But also, don't give me a hard time for not getting it. Okay. Um, Do we get to the tribal council? uh, So, Jeff has it out for Jelly in this tribal council. He he really does. It seemed like everybody was on Jess's tail, and then Jeff directed it to Jelinski. He, he wanted Jelinski. He doesn't like quitters right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was worried that Jelinski's definitely going to quit. And he said something uh, about how I, I don't quit. And he says, that's an impossible statement because you did quit. <laughs> the, the, the things is like, it, so I'm sensing a reluctance to own that you quit. <laughs> I like, I liked when uh, Jelinski said, I'm going to give 100% and never quit other than that one challenge. And then, and then Kenzie goes, and the journey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. And Q holds him to the fire because he's talking about how he didn't get He doesn't have a vote. And he goes, let me step in and say he did gave away his vote. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, I'm not a deceptive person. It's like, shut up. Play the fucking game. No, let Jelinski cook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking burn all the food. I loved how during this tribal council, Q would... Build up, build up, build up on, yes, we're justifying Jelinski going home. And then Jess would start talking, and you could just see the defeat on cue of being like, no. (laughs) Like, no, you're ruining my case that I'm trying to make for you. Yeah, well, she was having trouble. She was (laughs) tongue-tied. She she was, but she was very open about all of her weaknesses, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which isn't something you typically want to do on Survivor. And and she's being honest. Yeah, she's just she's not a deceptive person either. Yeah, she she's lucky that uh, (laughs) Jelinski failed more. (laughs) Yeah, it's locked in because Banu is speaking as if he's going to vote for Jelinski. Jeff goes, so you're thinking it's Jelinski tonight, and Banu takes a long pause and says. It's time to vote. <laughs> but <laughs> Jelly still luck. seems blindsided when he gets voted out. Uh, yeah, he he didn't feel good about that, but he, yeah. I think he thought that they were, they just didn't want Jess to play a shot in the dark. Yeah. Jelly's saying stuff like, oh, I, I'm a survivor legend. Jelly is a legend uh, because he, he didn't say Jelly. He said Jelinski. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, Jelinski never talks about in the third person, but he, but he has on the survivor. <laughs> um, I loved it. How, uh, how Jelinski's a legend because he got Jess voted out without a vote. Well, you didn't get her voted out. There's f- there's fucking four other people who did vote her out. And? And also, they didn't vote her out. They voted you out. And he was laying down, so he, yeah. he also wasn't a part of it. He was just hoping for the best. What an idiot. I don't know how he thought he was even in charge of it. That's the best part. Jelinski, if you want to come on the show, come on and defend yourself. But I don't think you're an idiot. I think you're the best. I think that you are the best first boot we've had in quite a while i loved this episode let's go backwards a bit last season it was oh uh, hannah quitting yeah they uh, all of them don't matter they didn't matter they were so forgettable i don't even want to talk about them i don't even want to give them the airtime jelinski is the guy natalie anderson we uh, who cares? Not a good <laughs> fruit first boot. Jelinski, you know who would have been a good first boot is if they got Brandon out the first episode. That would have been a, well, an epic. I, I mean, they weren't even going to do that. They were going to vote out uh, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> Instead but, of Brandon. Yeah. You kidding me? Jelinski is an amazing first boot. I'm so happy with this episode. I'm so happy about this season. I'm excited for next week. It looks like there's a lot of fireworks going all around. Yeah. 
Um, but Joel, let's go into pop of the week. Who's your pop of the week? I think I'm going to say Jelly. He got a lot of content. I th- I think it's hard not to say Jelinski. Uh, Q was a big pop for me, and Tevin was a big pop for me too. Yeah. Uh, Tevin's moments. I think Banu. I think Banu too. I think that Tevin is going to shine in a lot of episodes. He's, he's going to be a, so a big it, character. It's easy not to vote for him this time. Um, but y- you know what? I'll give it to Jelinski. He's a, hey, Tevin's there to play, but he's also really good at confessionals. He's having fun out there. Mm-hmm. He's like the kind of your perfect kind of yeah. standout survivor character. Yeah. So I got to say Jelinski was my standout too. He just brought me so much joy that I, I knew he was going home. Yeah. As soon as he called himself a legend, I knew he was going home. When he yeah. called himself the monster that Jeff always refers to, yeah. I knew he was going home, but I still didn't want it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think the pop of the week was the 500-pound gecko. Yeah, that might be a contender. So if it's 500 pounds or six people, they're all lifting a hundred and... No. They're all lifting a little under 100 pounds. Yep. And some of them probably more than others. That's, you know, that's a big gecko. But imagine that gecko is alive. They brought it to life. Cody's on his fucking phone. I give up. Anyway. Are you I talking would, about the gecko again? I, I don't know. That's my pop of the week. <laughs> it wasn't. You already said it was jelly. My pop of the week is the gecko. All right. Well, who do you think's going home next week? I don't want to say Jess because I wanted to bounce but back. But it is Jess. Well, that's your prediction. Well, yeah, it was almost definite. Okay, well, you asked me, and then you answered for me. Yeah. But I'm not going to say... I'm going to say someone else. Okay. Kenzie. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a weird... I think she is the Molly Byman of this season. I think that you um, are trying not to be correct. You think I'm being contrarian? I think you're just... I think I just have a... a, 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 a Jess is after my heart, and I'm uh, I'm I'm rooting for her. I like Jess too, and she's also lived in Toronto. So I, I like everybody here. I like everybody. I'm excited. I'm excited about this episode. I'm excited about the season. Let us know what you think. Let Emily bounced back. It's true. Emily bounced back, and Let after f- she had a way worse first episode than Jess did. Yeah, maybe. Let us know who your pop of the week is. Let us know who you think's going home. Yeah. And who's your winner pick? Did yours change at all? Is yours still soda? So it's still soda. Still soda. Mine's Tevin. Let's go. I think both of us are wrong. Reach out to us. Goodbye, everybody. Good night. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. <laughs> <laughs>